Welcome to the Overflowing Ministries podcast, where we hope to empower Christian communities as they seek to reclaim their true missional identity. In today's session, you will listen as Naya and Kaylin share their ideas and experiences regarding the relational aspects of being on mission. Kaylin starts by sharing about relational poverty as defined by Steve Corbett and Brian Fickert's 2009 book, When Helping Hurts. We encourage all preparing to go on mission to read this book first. A link can be found on our website under resources. In scripture, we find relationships to be highly valued. God models for us in the Trinity how our Creator embodies community in His very existence. Jesus models life and community not only with His disciples, but with all He encounters in the Gospels. When we consider how we are to answer the call to go and make disciples, we must fully comprehend this happens only in the context of healthy relationships. But, because we are human, relationships easily become messy. Even with the best intentions, anger, pride, shame, and disappointment may quickly derail our stated purpose. In the midst of difficulty we shall encounter, we do well to cling to Hebrews 10.24, our guiding principle for this core value. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. After all, the desire of a heart on mission is to love like Jesus. Brian Ficker and Steve Corbett talk in Helping Hurts about what it actually looks like to define poverty mm-hmm. relationally and how the fact that the Father exists as the Trinity with the Son and the Holy Spirit and that's who God is, is foundationally relational. That's how we were created to exist in relationship with God himself and with each other, with creation, Mm -hmm. um, and with ourselves even. And when any of those relationships are disrupted, that's, that's where poverty exists, you know? Absolutely. It's bigger than material poverty, even though that's a lot of the places that we're interacting when Mm -hmm. we're going on missions trips and international mission type things important one of the aspects of relationship that is important to us is relationships with our ministry partners hmm absolutely yeah and understanding them mm-hmm. yeah if I could share a story yes <laughs> yeah I think that so much of like broken missions per se comes from not understanding and having a broken relationship with those ministry partners yeah like I was serving not super short term, but like not long term, like six months at this place. And so it was at this point, it was like my home and we had a rhythm and we had a team. And we had this short term trip who came in for like a week. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what to do with them and they didn't know what to do with us because neither of us invested to have a relationship with them. Right. So it was like there wasn't communication. So they came in and we thought they were on vacation. We thought they were just like visiting. And they thought they were, like, here to save the world and all this stuff. But in reality, we just hadn't communicated. And so they wanted to, like, help and do all these things. But we didn't have any of those things for them. And so there was, like, because we didn't have that relationship and the communication and all that built, it was, like, this awkward, tense week where we felt super drained. And once they left, it was, like, they felt great. And, like, they did all this stuff. But we were just, like, what was that? (laughs) I totally get that story of the team that came into Argentina because I've been on the other side of it. Mm. And it's such a hard line to walk. I was in South Africa a few weeks ago and we were 
visiting this new ministry. It wasn't a partner yet. We had some connections with it, but we had very little communication. So we had really no idea what to expect. And so since I've been conscious of some of these ideas and learning from our ministry partners, I went into it with the understanding that I would be there learning and expectations were not communicated. And I walked into one of their career training classes for which I totally expected to just take part in. Mm -hmm. And their expectation was that I was going to teach. And it was funny because I think there have been so many American groups that come in Mm. and just want that role. And it's led to this broken relationship of off expectations and almost a reliance on these outsider teachers to come in. And I was so unprepared for teaching a class to this group of women that I start talking about body image and realized two minutes in that this is a completely American concept and Mm -hmm. they had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. And ultimately, I think not only was that time not used well, very well women could have been walking out of that class rolling their eyes thinking that it was a waste of time feeling like they had been belittled because this person who was not ready to teach was put in front of them and I think the root of that was this off relationship with us and our new ministry partners Mm -hmm. and that was really hard it's eye-opening yeah and so it's I think one of those key parts of being in relationship with our ministry partners has to be about communication Mm -hmm. and has to be about having the right kinds of expectations and being on the same page when it comes to ministry goals. And also giving each other grace and room for that as well. Totally. There is so room for that. Um, I think another aspect that's really important in missions is the relationship dynamics on the team itself. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so I was serving on a team, and there was a guy who was serving with me, and we did not get along very well (laughs) because there was, like, a bit of a power struggle. There was definitely personality differences, but there was also this weird power struggle where it was, like, he wanted to be the leader, and he wanted to be above me, but, like, we were peers. Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, this awkward tension that, like, we both wanted to be in charge because I was, like, rebelling against his power struggle so I like went too far in return and was like well I want to be over you because it was almost like a hit like it hit deep inside me because it was like well it felt like because I was a girl and I was young and like he felt like he should have power over me or something and so it like hit home and I swung back in the opposite direction and there was just so much tension that the whole team started feeling it and like we had to go and discuss it as a full team and it was there was just so much tension that we couldn't function as a team and do the ministry that we were even supposed to be doing like we couldn't even reach out to people and be working like we were supposed to because we were so involved in trying to fix this relationship or trying to win and be above one another it was like such a distraction because of our egos right essentially and in the midst of it, it was just like, oh, well, he just wants to be above me. And I was so angry because I was like, well, I can't do what I'm here to be doing because of him. Mm-hmm. And like now I look back and I'm like, oh, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's like relationships are so important because if those relationships aren't there, you can't. It can be so difficult to even 
do what you're supposed to be doing. It's like distracting in a way. Well, I think it's really cool because we have so many tools available to us these days, mm. like the Enneagram and my Briggs yeah. and mm -hmm. things about our personalities and our strengths and our giftings and really utilizing those things and getting to know sure. the members of our team, I think can make the trip work so much better because the relationships mm -hmm. are actually when there. When you understand the people. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole heart of we are all one body of Christ and mm -hmm. we all have different roles in that body. Absolutely. And I think honoring that is key to having a healthy functioning team. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a difference too between tolerance and understanding and loving because I've definitely tolerated people but then I've like exploded and gone off and that never ends well. But right. when you begin to understand and see people through God's eyes and humble yourself, right. which sometimes that takes time and it's hard to do on a week setting for a short-term trip, but it makes a really big difference. Well, honestly, I think it's, it's all relational because understanding who God is and how he's a relational God and he hmm. desires us to take part in that, I think when that relationship with God is off it can go mm. one of two ways. I think we can kind of devolve into a place of having a God complex or we can go into this place of feeling like we are self-defeating and that we are have no value and no role on the trip. And those two things, I think, come from having that broken relationship with God himself and knowing who he mm. is. And it's from that place that it's, it's almost impossible to truly see other people on our teams for who they are and much less mm -hmm. see the people around us and the people we're serving for having the dignity that they have and then being able to actually be in relationship with them. Yeah, it's overflow. Exactly. It's having relationship with him, being filled up, having relationship with others and pouring out. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. Remember, our hope is to prompt you to engage with the tension of each core value on your own in order to more effectively communicate the mystery in team discussions. We anticipate differences in definition, interpretation, and understanding of each value. Learning to respectfully communicate and create space for one another's ideas is a key component of this process. As we wrestle to understand truth under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, Please remember that effective communication requires listening, reflecting, and finally, speaking. Now, please journal an honest response to Naya and Kaylin's conversation in order to document what ideas have left an impression. Then, take some time in prayer and reflection to consider the expectations you have for yourself, your team members, your ministry partners, and God himself when on mission. When ready, consider this two-fold question. Where do I need to give others grace? And where do I need to receive grace? Grace and peace to you, our friends on mission.